Basketball is very good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, by Michael Jordan. They do have a timeout. Decide not to use a Curry. Wait out ten. guys welcome back to another episode of the step back with me kyle coleman and my host my co-host here pat saboka um a couple things right off the bat uh, i just want to say again thank you guys thanks uh, sorry thank you guys let me start over clap <laughs> all right shake it up just talk all right all right guys welcome back to another episode of the step back um it's me kyle coleman my co-host here pat saboka how's it going today pat it's going good man it's going good awesome uh, a couple things right at the top uh, guys once again thank you for all your support everyone um chiming in and letting us know all the feedback we do appreciate it um make sure you guys are following along we're always updating the um you know the production value and all stuff like that we do have a big announcement coming soon in a week or two so um make sure you guys are following along for that Otherwise, um, let's let's jump right in, dude. I want to talk about um, an article that came out like a week. It came out actually February fifth, so it came out a couple weeks ago. But um, it just picked up steam like a week ago or so. But I, I just want to get into it because it sort of flew under the radar for a lot of people. And um, so what it is is uh, it is an interview that Kevin Garnett. Did God, I love KG. Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. And he did an interview with the New York Times. And it came out, like I said, February 5th. And, you know, he talked about a lot of stuff in it. He talked about his book. He's promoting his book in it. And, um, and in it, he talks about a lot of things from, you know, coming out of high school in 95. And he talks a lot about Kobe and LeBron and talks a lot about you know his contracts and all these different cool things that happened throughout his career but one of the most interesting things I took away from it and I want to get your take on it right off the bat is he had a comment he was asked what his take is on the current state of the NBA game right and let me read you his answer here because this is a little controversial here and this sort of it sort of comes back to what we say all the time about the game and about the players now. And, you know, I want to talk, I want to get into this. So the question is from the New York Times, what's your take on the current state of the NBA game? And Garnett responds, the game is at another level. I know you said that you made the team of Vancouver, but I want you to get on a court, sprint corner to corner, stop on a dime and shoot a three. I want you to do that 10 times. Then I want you to focus on how tired you are because these players do that for 48 minutes. I don't think guys from 20 years ago could play in this game. 20 years ago, guys used their hands to control players. Now, you can't use your hands. That makes defense damn near impossible. Can you imagine not hand-checking Michael Jordan? Nah. The fact that you can't even touch players gives the offensive players so much flexibility. Defensive players have to take angles away and stuff like that. But if you have any creativity and ambition, you can be a great offensive player in this league. The fadeaways, one-leg runners, the one-leg balance shots, that's stuff that Dirk Nowitzki brought to our game. And now when I watch the Joker play, 
It feels like he has taken that darkness and mixed it with his own talent. And then Steph Curry revolutionized things with being able to shoot it from distance with such consistency. Klay Thompson, Dame Lillard, these guards changed the game. I don't know if even the guards from 20 or 30 years ago could play in this time right here. It's creative, it's competitive, it's saucy. You'll get dropped. A bleep will cross you over and blank your and break your ACL these days. The game is not in a or sorry, the game is in a great place, rather. End quote. So what is your initial reaction on that response from KG? How do you do you agree or disagree with that? Did no, that I totally agree. I totally agree. Right off the bat, I totally agree. Like, what are we talking about, man? Like, Steph Curry, are you seeing what Steph Curry has done to the game of basketball? Do you see what he's doing this year? You see the game against Dallas two nights ago where he's 57? Oh, how about when he had 62 against Portland? This guy's shooting from the logo. I, I, I don't know, man. How about, how about all those guys in, in The Last Dance? You know? Bill Wennington. Will Purdue. Are these guys getting NBA roster spots now? I don't know. I mean, I got Myers Leonard, who's, I mean, considered a scrub, but he'll, he'll bang four threes for me. And a half. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh, nice, we're up 12. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Aaron Baines, he's considered a scrub. He'll yes. give me 10 and 10. It's different. It, it's, totally it's a different, different. game, man. And the no. game of basketball, the players are way more talented. The, I mean, this is what we were talking about before, but the scrubs are the scrubs are better. What we consider scrubs. I mean, obviously these right, guys right. are not scrubs. The thirteenth guy in the room. Totally, man. Right. And when we say scrubs, we mean NBA scrubs. Like obviously these guys will give us hundreds and hundreds of points. Like they're unbelievable athletes, unbelievable basketball players. To even be in the NBA is damn near impossible. So I mean, it's absolutely an unbelievable achievement. But all I'm saying is. The game of basketball hadn't reached that point back then. I mean, we have guys now that are shooting insane shots, like what KG said, man. I mean, KG was a dominant at his position. And he's kind of looking at this era like, oh, I don't really even know, you know? So it's guys like Paul Pierce. It's guys like Shaq. It's guys like Chuck and all those other guys that just look on this era and just rip it. And I think that's bogus, man. I think you need to appreciate the sport that you fell in love with and, and appreciate the change and the development because it's beautiful what we're watching. This is the best era of basketball we've ever seen. I can't, every day I get off of work, I come home, I can't wait to watch basketball. Like, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's pure entertainment and it's the best run sport. It's the best sport in general. So um, KG's got a lot of really good points right there. And I mean, there's a lot to it, you know? I mean, like I said, man, it's just, it's a way more talented league. Yeah, and of course, we, we've all seen, like, the Curry effect where, you know, previous to whatever season he shoots. I was just looking for it, but I can't find it. A tweet just went viral two weeks ago about it. I swore I liked it, but I can't find it. But it's, you know, before year whatever, teams are averaging X amount of threes per game, and now it's basically three times that. Like, and it's basically... It's a game of efficiency, and it's a game of... The stuff KD is talking about with the defense, too, because everyone would love to tell you, like, it's way more physical in the 90s and in the 80s, but physicality does not automatically equate to being a good defender. In fact, you can make the argument that physicality makes up for a lack of skill because, like KG said, you have to move your feet to stay in front of these guys now. 
you didn't used to have to move your feet. So you could just hold the guy with your hands. So you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it, it was more physical. You know what else is more physical? If you go play at a maximum security prison during their one hour break. <laughs> It's also going to be a more physical game <laughs> yeah. of basketball. It does not mean it's more skilled. That, those are not the same thing. Don't mistake yeah, totally. the two. Yeah. The skills, especially on the defensive side of the ball, are being able to move laterally, being able to shuffle your feet, being able to, you know what I mean? Like Take huge able- step backs like Curry does. Take momentum step backs and just drain a three in your girl. I don't care if you're touching me. I'm still making this shot. Right, and so, you know, obviously there's an argument to be made, and um, we'll never know, unless somebody creates a cool simulation, that would be cool. But, you know, it's it's this same argument that, you know, and another one is um, a player like, say, I don't know, take a random player from the 90s, a random guy. Well, that's what I was saying, who's, like, Scotty Burrell. There you go. You know? Like, like is Scotty Burrell getting an NBA roster spot? Probably not. Even though he's a good player back then. Yeah. But the skills have evolved so much so that the game has evolved so much so that the gameplay and the strategic side of it has followed along suit. I agree. A guy with that game and that skill set is not really playable in a big game or down the stretch or, you know what I'm saying, in 2021. Yeah. He doesn't have the skill sets. He doesn't have the skill set. Yeah, totally. As to where I can put him on the floor. Yeah, I mean, we talk about these guys like, uh, who's a good team, we always say. Uh, like, how about those Golden State guys? You know, like Damian Lee. Damian Lee's going to knock down five. To- he had a game winner this year. You know? Um, Dre- I'm not Draymond. Um, who else? Who are these other guys? Quinn Cook. All these guys are playable guys that can score you know some of these point guards back in the day can't shoot they're not knockdown shooters exactly you know shooting but, is such an important stat right and, and, or, and the detractors of the current state of the nba and the detractors of this argument of our side of the argument will say you know well they didn't shoot as much back then it wasn't as big of a part of a game of the game and my question is why it was still available and in those times you did shoot it that's what percentages are for. It does volume doesn't matter when it comes to percentages. Like I know where your percentages are, regardless of how many times you shoot. Cause you know, everyone always says, you know, cause people will get this kind of touches on LeBron and Jordan and the whole crux of the entire argument, which is that the game of basketball evolves, right? Because an interesting, cause if you ask someone name, what is Michael Jordan better at LeBron then in basketball without saying six rings like what set of skills is he better at people will be like um I guess like shooting and you'll be like but LeBron shoots higher percentages so didn't MJ shoot like 20% one year from deep okay so like and then they'll be like because like LeBron's up right now like like we've been talking about LeBron shooting 39% from deep 39 and change like MJ's never shot, never sniffed that. Yeah. But people will say they would take MJ's jumper over LeBron's, right? Yeah, like, but that's like, bizarre yeah, because yeah, that's totally. not all right. Because here's an interesting fact, like what you're talking about right here: 231, or no, here's the exact fact: 222 out of Michael Jordan's 581 career three-point makes came with the closer three-point line. Once they moved that three-point line back to the NBA distance. For the rest of the time of his career, he shot 29%. 
So 222 out of his 581 career three-point makes. He's only has 581 in his whole career. Yeah. Which is unbelievable. And 222, and, and it know, sounds virtually like half a... of them come from the basically a kid's line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, and once they move back to the NBA line, he shoots 29% from three. Well, they didn't shoot threes that much back then. It wasn't as big of a part of the game. Well, it totally. was for some guys. That was their specialty. Like, what? I don't understand. Well, yeah. why didn't you use it? It was available. Yeah. I don't understand why you didn't why you didn't use it. Dude, five You didn't practice it enough and therefore you weren't good at it yeah. enough. That's sort of the crux of what we're all saying. Totally, you're sort totally. of making our argument for me when you're like, well they didn't shoot it back. It wasn't as part of the game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's kind of my whole point. That's kind of like what I'm saying with the entire the way the game is played now. It's played in such a way where do you think that the fact that Steph Curry can shoot the ball accurately from 40 feet just affects Steph Curry? Or do you think it affects literally the entire rest of the roster? All the way down. It changes the entire rest of the, the way the team plays. You know what I mean? Like, totally. what would Clay have been if he never played with Steph? We have no idea. Yeah, what if he's like just Kyle Korver? Yeah. Like, we, like, yeah. I have no idea because playing with Steph changes everything. Yeah. Because defenses have to come guard you, they have to stretch out to half court, they have to pick you up and What is Draymond? Exactly. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Totally. Like it changes the entire way that basketball is played. Right. Because like I certainly don't think LeBron doesn't have flaws or anything like that. I certainly don't think he's the best version of a basketball player we'll ever see. I currently have him as the GOAT, but I don't think it's gonna last very long. There's so much room for improvement with LeBron's totally. game. And like somebody's gonna come along and be like that. Yeah, you can't shoot free throws. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's totally. in the 60s. It's yeah. terrible. It's terrible. It's got yeah, all yeah. airballing free throws and stuff. It's terrible. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I also think he's like has some or well, later in his career he's patched him up a little bit, but the first three quarters of his career, he had glaring mental game issues. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like I think you know, there are weaknesses to his game, and those affected the way his career played out. So, like, right now, I have him as the greatest version of a basketball player that we've ever gotten to yet in the evolution of basketball. But I don't think it's going to be like that forever. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if 15 years from now we're talking about how Luka Doncic is the GOAT. I would not be surprised. Yeah. What if he averages 30, 12, and 12 and wins six whole rings career, or seven yeah. rings? Yeah, exactly. For an entire career yeah. and plays 18 years. Yeah. Like, you realize that was low <laughs> LeBron's number. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, it's right? not even close. Yeah. Like, if you were to do that, that's... And see, it's unbelievable now because I, I also want to kind of go down this road because the game, the rookies are developing way it faster. It is unbelievable. Oh, my gosh, bro. There's rookie. There's going to be a rookie one year that's going to come in and win MVP. He might. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yes, I mean, yes. we I could just see that, about this dude. today. Like, dude, we could totally see that. I mean, we saw Giannis win back-to-back -back MVPs. We've seen, okay, we've seen Giannis win an MVP and a Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, we're seeing, like, like KG John said. John Morant came oh and took gosh. his team to the playoffs in the West. He's like 25 and yeah, 7 yeah. or something like that. We're like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, you, this kid's 19 or 20. Like, yeah. Luca's doing the same thing when he was a rookie sophomore. It's well, like, Melo's going to take his team to the playoffs yes, this year. These kids come in so good now yeah. because they have to. Because in order to compete, you have to have these skills to compete with these guys. This totally. is how the evolution of things work. Yeah. Works. You the know rookies have to be better. Yes. You know? It's, like, it's unbelievable, man. Like, this is how everything works. Nothing. Go load up a computer from 1991. And tell me how that thing works too. No, because things get better. 
Everything gets better. Like, it's interesting how, and especially, like, I don't understand, something I don't understand with uh, Shaq and Charles and all that, that yeah, whole yeah, era yeah. that is just Paul sort Pierce. of known for, yeah, for whatever reason, just hating on the current era for whatever reason. What is very weird is, like, they think the guys that, that all played before them sucked. And that's all baby food. And then they think the guys that all played after them sucked. And that's all baby food. So it's miraculous how the only good era <laughs> was the era in which they played. Yeah. Like, it makes no sense. That's so weird. Yeah, totally. Like, it's it's so odd, too, because it's like, for us, watching guys like Donovan Mitchell and stuff, it's like, oh my god, this guy's unbelievable. I've never seen yeah. something like this. He's like, I'm not making He drops guys with sham yeah, gods yeah, and totally. hits pull-up threes for game totally. winners. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, rookie Donovan Mitchell beat... Russell, Russell Westbrook, Westbrook in a playoff. Yeah. yeah, totally. What well, are we talking about here? Yeah, just yeah. outplayed him. Totally. He was on the court for an entire pick. playoff series. He's yeah. the 15th yeah. pick, too. Uh -huh. Drafts are deeper. It's like we're getting more and more guys that are second-round talents, undrafted talents. Dude, and they're coming in with like a completely different set of skills. Like, Here's a great example I always use when I'm explaining this to people. It's like, show me the Kevin Durant. Oh, what yeah, yeah. Player yeah. archetype. Kevin Durant's given to everyone. Since the area. merger, go yeah. back to the ABA-NBA merger. And sh up until Kevin Durant, go find Kevin Durant's player, similar, you know, player comparison, his player comp. Go find it. Where is the seven-footer who can dribble like a guard and shoot like R Reggie Miller and nobody can stop yeah, him? Yeah, no. Where is that? It yeah, didn't no. exist because I promise you... Seven footers, even guys who were like six, eight, and six, nine were clumsy in the nineties. Yeah. Charles Oakley was not Kevin Durant. Yeah, what is what are what are the bad boys doing in Brooklyn's death lineup where Katie's playing the five? Bill Lambeard's gonna go out there and guard him one on one on an ISO on an island out there? Probably not, man. Yeah, Probably not. Like like think about it, like Or Bill Cartwright on the Bulls. Is he coming out to guard KD or Will Purdue? Is he going to lock up KD on the perimeter? You're out of your mind. Dude, those Bulls teams are winning finals games where the Utah Jazz score 54 50 points. points in the whole game. Yeah. As if we haven't seen the Warriors do that in a quarter. Yeah. It's a different game, man. It's a completely different game. Yeah, the, the scoring now is like 140. You'll get 140, 136. You know, I mean, we get massive amounts of scoring. I mean, what, what was the stat? I mean, we had like where it's more three-pointers than ever before, you know? I mean, more well, free-throw attempts. Last year, the Dallas Mavericks were the number one team in history. They're the number one offense in history. Yeah. And now the Brooklyn Nets team, since the Harden trade, is the number one offense in history. Yeah. This is going to continue to happen. How about the fact that Steph just shatters his shooting records every year? His own record yeah, totally. over and over again. Totally. And whatever the number one record is, I mean, Steph... Do we really think Steph's not gonna pat shatter all Ray Allen? Like, come on, man. He he, he hits ten threes a night. I he's mean, gonna double. All yeah, all of he's gonna yeah. smash it out of the park. It's yeah. not even gonna be close. And you don't and you don't think that like kids growing up right now that are watching that that that's how they're playing the game. Totally. Like this yeah. just increases everyone. But like, don't hate on it. It's not a bad thing, man. Yeah. Because the, there's you know the old saying. What is it? A rising tide raises all ships. Or a high tide raises all ships. Everyone doing good is better for everyone in your industry. Don't do like the piece of the pie thing where you're like, you know, if this guy's piece of the pie gets bigger, then that makes my piece of the pie smaller. Like, no. What yeah. does Shaq have to be so insecure about? You're Shaq. Yeah. 
You're like the most unstoppable force that the game of basketball has ever seen. Maybe he should have got one MVP. Yeah, probably salty. Yeah. He's probably like, dude, I'll go out there and eat. These guys don't play any defense. Yeah. Like, which is partially true. Yeah. But in another, because he's thinking of defense in the physicality regard. Totally. He's not thinking of it in the guys can move their feet and stay in front of you. And the, what is defense is different. Now. Right. So it's like. The fact is, and what KG was saying is like, you can't touch these guys. I mean, guys like Trey Young, Steph, and Harden go to the line 13, 14 times a game. So it's like, they're getting those calls. You literally can't touch them. You remember when Josh Hart was guarding James Harden from back from behind? Yes. And Ricky Rubio, Ricky Rubio was? Yeah. yeah, all those guys are just guarding them with their hands behind their back. Because you can't touch them. Yeah. They're going to... It's, like that, well, it's so quick. And the offensive player will manipulate the rule set yeah, too, totally. too. Like Harden will do the hooking thing where your arms are out and he's dribbling. And when he goes to bring his other hand up to the ball, he hooks your arm in his arm so that when he so that he yeah, can't, totally. But like it's a fall on him. Trey's but jumping backwards, like kind of the same thing, dude. And it's like I get where it comes from because they're thinking like this generation is not as soft or they're way softer. Yeah. They're so much less physical. Like you punch this generation in the mouth and they will sit down. But like what those people aren't accounting for is yes, absolutely. The game is played in a much softer way, but these players today are way more skilled. They're way more skilled. Like, it's just... Yeah, no, I agree. And I think it's... What are these bad boys teams doing again? They're all... Are they all just going to foul out? They're running out of breath chasing yeah, yeah. around Steph Curry. Yeah, yeah, what? Exactly. Like, you can't touch None these, of these guys, guys in this shoot. era. So, but it's also, like... It's very hard to... Because it's the game of offense that has evolved, which is why we're lit, led to this era full of fouls. Because it's so hard to guard these guys. That's why. Yes, That's why well, and the rules that. have been adapted. The hand check has been taken away. The rules have been adapted to benefit the offensive play. Because it's more entertaining to watch. Yes, of course. What, what, what? Why would you want to watch a finals game where the score is... 100 to 54. Or 80 to 54. Yeah, that's insane. I could watch Steph Curry's hitting has Steph Curry hitting nine threes in he'll, 13 minutes. They'll score minutes. 80 in halftime. Yeah, they'll be like 86 to 55 at halftime. Like prime Golden yeah. State. Yeah. Like, and, totally. And they just break records for pace constantly. Yeah, totally. They break records for, like, the seven-second offense is based around getting the ball inbounded as quickly as possible, getting the ball up the court, moving the ball ahead, and getting someone an open look. But, like, the point guard is the one who brings the ball up the court. So take your bad boy uh, example, mm. right? If Isaiah's bringing the ball up the court, who is he passing the ball ahead to that's going to knock down a shot? Who else out there can shoot? Yeah. How many how many threes is Joe Dumars making yeah. in a game? Who else Mark on that Aguirre. roster is reigning? Yeah. Mark Aguirre? Right. You're telling me that like yeah, no. these that the that the bad boy Pistons will outplay John the, Sally. The yeah. 2008 Brick City over there. Right. So yeah, you're saying yeah, yeah. that the that the bad boy Pistons will will outplay the 2018 Houston Rockets in 2018 in that style. Yeah, with CP. That's insane. Yeah. You're gonna get smashed. You're gonna get beat by 70 points. Yeah. You're gonna get ran off the floor. What are you talking yeah. about? 
Totally. No, so, I agree, man. And it's it's super, super weird for people to, especially the people that aren't even, that didn't. Where didn't, were the bigs that ran threes back then? Oh, my God. Do you yeah. realize that Bill Lambeer becomes useless when Joel Embiid is standing 30 feet from the hoop? You got to go guard him. Yeah. You got to go guard him out there. You have no other skill sets. Yeah. You're not good at the sport of basketball. You never developed the skills. Well, Bill Lambeer is pretty good, so that's a yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. But you get my point. Like pick, a Bill Cartwright. Right. Pick a guy who's just like a physical guy and doesn't can't do much else like you have only based your skills on being a tough guy and you never developed the skills whereas today's version of that is Draymond Green yeah who can dribble with both hands finish with both hands run the entire break guard everyone on the other side guard all five positions yeah. can tell me a center uh, from the 80s or 90s that could guard Dame on the perimeter off a, off a switch yeah because that's what, Zero. that's what bigs Zero. are required to do today without the hand check. Totally. You yeah, know what no, I'm saying? I, no, I totally agree, man. And it's it's super weird because it's like even the people that weren't even from that generation will watch. and But I, I understand what you're saying, man. That it's super hard for these teams to even play defense, you know? Like... I, I don't understand who's going to guard Steph Curry or Jokic. What what big guy is going to guard Jokic on the break after getting a board and rolling it out? I mean, throwing behind-the-back passes. I mean, it's not happening, man. Right. And Zion, like, Zion's just right. blowing by everybody. John Moran, like, you guys got to understand, man. These guys are Foot super speed, athletic. Yeah. Dude, you know what kind of bothered me, but I didn't want to just be too much of a martyr about it. But, like, dude, it kind of bothered me where, like, when the uh, – when the last dance documentary was happening, I love Michael Jordan. I love the Bulls. That was the greatest documentary I've ever seen, by the way. It was awesome. Yeah. But, like, one thing that bothered me was, like, uh, you know, like, sports people would say, like, what's one takeaway that you took away from it? And everyone was just talking about how it cemented their opinion that Jordan is the greatest of all time. Yeah. And, like, dude, to me, it did the opposite. It cemented my opinion that today's players are so much better. I watched 10 hours of it. These guys yeah. all stared down at the ball while they're dribbling. Do you see how slow the game is? Do you see how slow the game is? Watch 10 hours of that Jordan documentary, and then after the 10th hour, go flip on, you know, an NBA, a current NBA game. And watch how much faster these guys are flying up. Yeah. They don't look at the ball is the main thing I took away. Every, for 10 hours, I watched guys look down at the ball like a 10-year-old dribbling. Yeah. You can't dribble without looking down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, these are ridiculous skills. I love that um, classic, classic scene I always put up of Jordan putting the ball behind his back and grabbing it with the same hand and the announcers losing their mind. Absolutely losing their mind. They, they have yeah. no idea what just happened. <laughs> It's like, dude, it was the most simple play you've ever seen. If I could take Kyrie and just beam him up and place him in 1985, you know, they, they would think they're talking about like a science experiment gone wrong, like an alien from yeah, a different totally, dimension. Totally. Think of the clip of Kyrie dribbling the ball between his legs and spinning against Team USA yeah, four yeah, on yeah. one. Now imagine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll put the clip right here for people watching. Yeah, oh my God. I'll insert the clip right here of the Jordan clip that I'm referencing where the announcers go crazy. And uh, if I can, I'll try to find the Kyrie one after and put that against yeah, Team yeah. USA. That's unbelievable. But, like, dude, man, I get it. Like, these guys, first of all, there's a huge thing going on with, like, our childhood. 
you know what I mean? And it's it's like it has a it has a special place in our hearts because we watched it as a kid. But like, if you want to be analytical about it, like I don't understand what part, other than defense. I do think that the defense was fun to watch because they're you know taking each other out on the way. All that stuff is fun. Dunking on somebody, putting totally. nuts in their face, throwing yeah, them down, yeah, stand yeah. over them, everything getting a big brawl. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. Like yeah. I like that. Um, they're definitely tougher. But like other than that, I'm not sure what aspect of basketball your average player is better at than they are now. Because right. it seems to me like every guy today that goes out there and gets a bucket in an NBA game, the guy he got the bucket on is light years better than the guy, you know, Spud Webb got a bucket on. Or insert right. random guy here right. from any random era past. Yeah. I feel like all sports... They stand on the shoulders of the greats who've come before them. Like, the reason LeBron James is so good is because he's taken pieces of all the guys that he liked growing up, right? That's how we all do it. We right. all, when LeBron, picture 10-year-old LeBron watching the finals or whatever. You see right. Jordan with the turnaround jumpers. That's where he got that from, right? Totally. You start working on it. Some guys, they, they're like, ah, I suck at the turnaround. They try to find a different move. But, like... That's what you do. You pick and choose pieces like that. And that's what Jordan did. He picked parts of Dr. J's game and other players that he fell in love with. Like, that's how it works. That's that's how it always works. So, like, now you have the Lucas who, who've patterned themselves after LeBron's game. And we're just going to keep seeing this evolution. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't go backwards. I don't understand why people think the only thing in the world that people think, you know, digresses or devolves Happens to be athletes. It's so yeah, weird. What? Yeah. LeBron spends a million dollars on his body every year. No wonder he's in this shape at, what, 36 in the MVP race? Name me a 36-year-old in any time in basketball history that's top three. Or any time in sports bro. history, yeah. really. And, like, people will use that as a counter-argument. They'll say, like, yeah, well, the advancements in technologies and the advancements in science. Totally, it's like, yeah. yes, you're making my point for Yeah, me. exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. They're way better athletes. They're way bigger, faster, stronger, yeah. with way better skills. How about Dribbling, passing, shooting. They're better. They're better. Yeah. You're, you're, you're making your opponent's point for them when you say that. Like, it's very it's very strange. Go ahead, Tom. How about How about Kevin Durant going back from the Achilles injury? Yeah, the Achilles injury in 1974. It's a death sentence. Let alone to a seven-footer. Yeah, you're out Come of your on, mind. man. Yeah. yeah, totally. That's ending someone's career. This is the evolution. Yeah. This is the evo- It's supposed to be like this, people. Yeah, and Kevin Durant like comes this. back and he's top five in MVP voting. Yeah, right. that's, that's what we're talking about, man. It's the fact that there is no seven-footer that's ever been right. able to do what Kevin Durant... Like you said, man, and I've said this before and I'll say this again. I tell this to everybody. It's, it's okay that the guy from 30 years ago is not better than all the guys from today. Totally. It's not supposed to be. Totally. That's how it's supposed to be in every sport. Totally. You know? No, I agree, man, and I think that it's, it's super... Super awesome just to watch these guys' highlights because uh, th- I said this before, like I said, but um, there's always that one guy we always go on YouTube and we'll look up their highlights and never gets old, you know. And for me, it's like, bro, just watching Kevin Durant is unbelievable, bro. Like the fact that he can just go in and out, dribble like a guard as a seven footer is, I mean, it's it's almost unfathomable to those people back then, you know. So I don't know, man. It's it's tough. I mean, this era is unbelievable. I love watching this era. It's it's awesome. So, yeah, and yeah, and I totally agree. And um, you know, I think KG's 
KG's right on because he was kind of on the border of the eras. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. He was right at the end of one era. Now, KG could stretch the floor a little bit, and he could move. He, he was, was awesome at the mid-range thing. But yeah. it's almost like the mid-range is a lost art. No one cares about the mid-range. Yeah, like if you're popping mid-range shots in an NBA game, your coach is like, don't do It's not yeah. statistically – it doesn't lend itself to yeah. us winning at the end of the if game. You, if you listen to – everyone go listen to Duncan Robinson. He was on All the Smoke, and they talk about it because – uh, Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson were in that era, and they've dunked yes. Robinson on, and they're like, dude, the new era. yeah, they're like, dude, uh, Steven Jackson was like, dude, I, that was what made my career, the mid-range. That was how I got my buckets. Like, I love the mid-range. And Doug Robinson's like, dude, no. Every fast break, I'm to the corner. I'm top of the key. I'm trailing. I'm not taking mid-range jumpers. They don't let me take twos. I mean, right. if you want, look at Monk, look if at his, you're a, if yeah. you're Spo, you'd say the same thing. Yeah. Because if you shoot above forty percent from two or from three, and somebody else shoots above fifty, and somebody else shoots fifty percent from two, and we run down and we run that down at a hundred possessions, I win that game. Right. Totally. So why? No, I, I I agree, man. You know what I'm saying? And I think even looking at just watch, look at these guys' stat lines. I mean, look at the box scores where they're shooting 9, 10, 11 threes in a game. It's unbelievable. And it kind of sucks, man, that this old era just won't won't take it, man. Because I, I want to know Shaq's opinion on Gobert. Or I want to know Shaq's opinion on Embiid or, or Mitchell or you know, any of these guys. You know, man? And it sucks I can't get an honest answer because they're just mad that they're better than them. Well, like, well, know? here's the other thing. is like you guys are at the end of your careers. So it's obviously yeah. you know more than the guys at the beginning of totally. theirs. That's the other thing. So, like, Kevin Garnett touched on that in the interview, too. Um, I got it right here. So the New York Times asks, I know that since retiring, you've trained a few younger players. Who do you see now and think you could help his game? And KG responds, a lot of big men. Wiseman, Embiid, Jokic, Cauley Stein, Bagley up in Sacramento. There's a bunch of guys who I watch and I see things I can help with face-ups, how they rip through, how they hold the ball, anticipation on defense. A lot of these guys get into foul trouble because they're not in the right position. I want to be able to share the gems I was able to acquire over the years. Also, I went to the league and I said I want to do this thing called Uncle Kevin where I would go around and chop it up with the youngsters and give insight, pointers, views. The league liked it. Nothing's free, but maybe I'll bring the Uncle Kevin idea back up with Adam Silver. Anyways, my point being, um, of course... Marvin Bagley is out of position to Shaq's eyes. Yeah. Because Shaq, like, you, you see how this or works? Or really like, Stein. Dude, I know I brought this up a couple weeks ago, but, like, when Allen Iverson does interviews, they ask him, how much do you like Tatum? Oh, dude, Tatum's a dog. Yeah. Oh, what's up with De'Aaron Fox? Oh, dude, do dude, you see love, this yeah. guy? Yeah. You like Trey? Oh, dude, Trey. Yeah, so Trey's cute. awesome, yeah. I Iverson... Knows what it is, man. Keep the main thing the main thing and keep it moving. Yeah. You can't... And I'm not hating on the 80s, 90s, 70s. I'm not hating on the past yeah. You can only play in the era you exist in. You can only play the teams that they put in front of you in the year that they that you play. I, I, it's not your fault, but it's just the reality of what it is. And I think Iverson sees that, man. And like guys who have that approach to it, it's just so much more refreshing than... You know, these old heads who just want to hate on the current state of the game. It's so weird, man. No, yeah, I, I agree. It's 
super strange and it's like dude it's a totally different game like you need to respect the game for what it is like in the 60s and 70s with you know Jerry West and all those guys it's a totally different game Bill Russell and and all those guys you know it's like it's we're not playing the same game Dr. J you think Dr. J is making it in today's game you're out of your mind man the guy shot like 25% from D like you can't just dunk every play it doesn't work like that in modern NBA like you you're you know, you know what I'm saying? So, I get it, man, but you need to respect the game for what it is. So, Dr. J is one of the best players for his era. You know, you got to respect Shaq for what he was doing. MJ for what he and was doing. And you judge them yeah, based totally. on that. You have to judge, you have to confine them to their eras. Yeah, didn't Bill Russell Which is why I still have Jordan 2. Yeah. Because if you're going to keep this consistency and say what I've been saying, people will say... Okay, well then, you know, because based on that same standard of judgment, you're saying that, you know, Jordan is, how good is Jordan in today's NBA? Yeah. Here's my question. Like, how good, how good is he? Oh, he's unbelievable. So how, what, 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 what do you mean? He's, here's my opinion. He's a better version of DeMar DeRozan. His I think he's archetype still, is very similar to I DeMar DeRozan. Think, I think he's still like. 25, 28 a game. Yeah, I still you know, think like he scores. I think, a lot. Yeah, because same. He's, oh, yeah, nobody yeah, stops yeah. him getting for sure. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, and I still the think he shoots yeah. mid-range shots yeah. and they go in. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, That being said, I still... All right, so I have Jordan at like two all time. Same. On my all-time list. Same. So I have him at two because... The reason I have him at two is because you confine it to eras, yeah. right? Because I can't hold against Kareem... The era that he played in, and just say, "Oh, because everybody's better now." De'Aaron Fox is better than your average point guard in 1975. Yeah, he's just better at basketball. He's just better at the skills yeah. of basketball. Totally. And so I can't just say, "Oh, De'Aaron Fox is better than the best point guard in 1975," because you confine it to the eras. You realize De'Aaron Fox is not the best point guard. Of today, right, right. No, so totally. you can find yeah, it to your ears. So De I'm not saying De'Aaron Fox is better than the best point guard of 1975. I'm not saying that. You confine it to eras and you judge them based on who they played and, and their time and things like that. You know what I mean? But it also is just the reality of life that go back x amount of years and the guys just aren't as skilled, man. Yeah, totally. Like, do you do you guys watch Bull Bull? Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys watch, like, Porzingis and, like, who's another one of these guys? Like, Giannis. These guys did not exist before, man. There was no yeah. seven-foot-three guy who yeah. blocks shots and shoots threes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. They did, that player archetype did not exist. They didn't exist. Yeah. If you were seven-foot-three, you yeah, better be literally in the totally. restricted no, area. You're right. You better stand your ass in the paint. Yeah. The Laurie. game has changed. Yeah. Yes, the game has changed. It's not the same thing. Joel Embiid's 285 pounds. He rips threes. Yeah. So, like, what are you going to do with that? No. I want to know how you're going to defend that. Are you going to play him man up? You realize you got to defend him 25 feet from the hoop, right? Yeah, totally. So how do you protect the rim? Considering a 1984 center... His entire job is to protect the rim because he doesn't have any other skills. Yeah. Didn't Bill Russell have like a 40-rebound finals game? Exactly. It's yeah. exactly my point because yeah. toughness worked back then. Yeah, and totally. It they've taken that out in a way where they've highlighted these skills. What are your offensive skills? What are your defensive skills? It is no longer about 
my ability to just grit my teeth and be tougher than you. It's about my ability to carry my team to victory, do everything, and do every skill of basketball. Look at Luka. That's why Luka is so important to the Mavericks. He does, he's 30, 10, and 10. It's like he dominates the entire offensive side of the ball. Yes. He's in charge of every bucket that goes in. Right. And like you said, you said this last week, it's a great point. They should bring back that stat. Points responsible for total because total points yeah, total, responsible for yes. total points responsible for because it's like dude this guy is not only scoring thirty a game yeah thirty a game is so impressive but also he's ten dimes do you understand this guy has the ball in his hand he's in charge of every decision and on the out offensive of those side 10 of the ball dimes eight of yeah. them were three pointers how about Jeff the other one yeah. what about twenty of those other plays where yeah, he totally. got the hockey assist yeah where he made the play for the guy who made the play for the guy yeah. who made who got a bucket. Totally. But it all happened because of Luca. Yeah. But that doesn't get that you you don't like put that in a stat somewhere. But he's he's responsible for those points too. Totally. And it's weird watching like teams like Utah, where it's like you were right, man, where they score like what, fifty four points in the finals game. So it's like, dude, you watch them, bro my I I rather watch paint dry than kid alright, pick and roll, alright, didn't work. Alright, pick and roll, alright, didn't work. Alright, pick and roll. Oh, How about guys like jumper. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, it's unbelievable it's it's awful, man. And I can respect the fundamentals of basketball, of pick course. and rolling to death, but it's like, dude, this era is just more fun to watch. Like I mean, say what you want about Houston, the iso ball and whatever, whatever, but it's like, dude, this guy's making unbelievable shots. You remember when Harden gets hit by four guys and points at each one of yeah, them after making the ground. Yeah, yeah, after hitting like the biggest shot of the night. It's like, dude, guys back then are not doing that. How about when Curry gets the like rebound? They literally against... don't have the skills to do that. Yeah. They don't have the ability to yeah. do that. How about Steph shot in OKC? You know, the fifty foot or forty-five footer he hits to win the game. Nobody's doing that. Yeah, it didn't exist. Nobody could do that because they weren't able to, because they weren't skilled enough to. Yeah, no, I agree. Okay, man. so I told you this story before we started, but I want to tell it again. November fifth, two thousand nineteen, which seems so long ago, but it's just last year's season because the weird pandemic shutdown yeah. and everything. Um, that was my birthday. My girlfriend and I went to go see the Bulls versus the Lakers. Because obviously we're sitting here in Chicago. The Lakers were in town at the United Center. We got there early so I could see warm-ups and everything, you know. And I watched Dwight Howard from the bench. Like, not from the three-point line, but from 10 feet behind the three-point line, out of bounds by the bench. He's 30 feet away from the hoop, man. He shot 25, and he hit 21 of them. Yeah. He is notoriously known for not being able to shoot even free throws. Yeah. But all of a sudden, that's in an NBA game at the speed and pace and pressure of an NBA game. But when you're just looking at this guy's basketball skills, he made 21 out of 25 from 30, from 30 plus. Totally. And then walked away. And I was like... Oh, uh, like that's how good. Yeah. These, that's how much better these guys are. Well, see, I know we've talked about we've talked about Steph a lot in this podcast, which I mean, I guess you kind of have to if we're talking about you know the way the basketball is. But even those pregame warmups where he hits one from the center, one from the right, one from the left, 
And you're like, oh my god, dude, what's happening? And it'll go to the tunnel. Yeah, remember? Every game, he hits one from the tunnel. It's a routine. Yes. Remember when Anthony Edwards was talking about it? Yeah, he's he like, was dude. Like, I was watching him warm up. And then he's, the kid starts laughing. He's like, I was watching him warm up. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Because even other NBA players, the whole NBA has gone like this in terms of skill. The best player, the middle player, and the worst player. The whole NBA has gone like that. And yet, even still, other NBA players are looking at him and going, oh my god, he's, yeah, only, totally. he's so many light years ahead. Because, like, I think Jordan was light years ahead of his era. He dominated that era, right? Yeah. So, And I think it, it catches up somewhere around this era. But I think, like, Curry is so light years ahead of his era. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, totally. Dude, it's it's unbelievable. And, and back to the Edwards thing, he's like, dude, this is not... That that that's not a joke. Yeah, no, this Steph Curry with the shot. Yeah, that's that's legit. Real. Yeah, he's it's the real. greatest shooter ever. He never stops yeah. moving. That's another thing. Is like I understand, man. I understand. Like I know Reggie Miller was awesome, dude. Ray Allen, awesome yeah. off ball, awesome yeah. three point sniper, absolute lethal killer in yeah. your heart. Yeah, not even close to Steph Curry. Not even close. Yeah, just pretend they weren't even shooting. Just the movement. Like you want to go guard that? You got to guard that. You For know, 48 minutes. you realize he's doing that, and you have to go guard him at forty-five feet out. He's never stopping. He's never gonna stop. And moving. he's running yeah, 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 sideline totally. to sideline, basically baseline to baseline. In and you have gotta go yeah. do that the whole game. Yeah. But I'm not. You don't only have to go w w chase him running back and forth up to the three-point line. No, totally. you gotta chase him running back and forth way beyond the three-point line because he's. Just when he's standing back there, he's not standing still. He's still, yeah. he never stops. It's it's always, he's always moving. Yeah. And that's part of what KG was talking about. It's like, dude, you guys don't understand how different the game is now. Yeah. It's where you have to, these guys switch everything. Yeah. Dude, like some, it's, some big center who can't move his feet, like, oh, we can't play you then. You're not in the NBA. It's not like, oh, we could just park this guy right here. No, because we need to switch that. And that's something. Totally. Remember when Kevin Love got switched on to Steph in the finals? And played unbelievable defense to win them the championship. They won them yeah. the championship. Yeah. Okay? Against like, the greatest shooter ever. Yes. Yeah. If that's some random power forward from 1979. Well, Caleb is not a random power forward. But even if that's a fringe all-star power forward from 1979, do you believe his feet are quick enough to stay in front of Steph Curry without the hand check? No. No. Yeah. Because they're way more skilled today, and it's not even close. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree, it's and not even I close. think I think it's it's wild just seeing what he's done to the game. It's cool, man, and it's like he's the reason. I know we hate on Steph. Well, it's not just him; it's yeah. Jordan too. It's yeah. Jordan being so many light years ahead of his era. The guys have to catch up. Yeah, guys okay. have to advance their own skill set. Kobe. That's how it works. Yes, yeah. that's how. That's the, why we have Kobe. That's how the. Advancement of sports and athletes works. Yeah, it's, if we don't have MJ, we don't have Kobe. Correct. And if we don't have Dr. J, we don't have MJ. Yeah. That's how it works. That's yeah, totally. how it's supposed to work. Yeah. And there's going to be another Steph. I mean, probably yeah. not another Steph Curry, but maybe a better Steph yes, Curry. Yes, correct. You know, and we'll, it'll be some now, kid he's, who's five he's a, years old somewhere taking 40 footers, banging 40 footers all day and all night. You know, rain, sleet, or snow. That's coming. Yes. Now, I think Steph is far enough ahead of his peers. He's so far ahead of the game that that's not coming for a while. Yeah, like, totally. that kid yeah. is not about to get I'm drafted. I'm just saying. Yeah, totally. But yeah. it will come. Just like the next guy who's yeah. better than LeBron will come. And then the next guy who's going to come is better than that guy. And then yeah. in terms of his player style, dude, that's how it works, man. Yeah. Like, like, people always argue, like, LeBron shouldn't be um, 
compared to MJ should be compared to magic. Like, okay, then think about that. Think about take magic and make him shoot 37% from deep and he is career 27 in game and plays so far we're at 18, clock still moving. You realize how much value that is? Yeah. You realize that like, you think that you're slighting him by saying that. You're like, no, he's not Jordan. He's just a way, 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 way better magic. It's like, okay, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's care. what we want. I don't care. Listen, man, I don't care if you have LeBron in front of Jordan or not or in front of Kareem. That, that's not my argument. My argument is the game evolves. You still have to judge them based on who they played. And if you use that criteria and your GOAT is still Kareem or is still Jordan, fine. But you don't get to just stay with the past because it's the past. You have to acknowledge that these guys are way better. Yeah. And they're playing way better. And it's not even about They're you. playing way better competition and their own skills are way better. Yeah, dude. And I. it's not even about eras or what year or who it is. It's about just the game of basketball evolving. And it's, you know, the thing that the reason why we're sitting here right now talking about basketball because we love basketball. Yes, we love I'm the not... evolution of basketball. We love of how the game is played and all the cool different ways that it can evolve. I don't care that MJ isn't is 15, shooting 15 mid range. I don't care, man. Like right. I like what I like, man. And this is the new era of basketball. And dude, if I have to sit down and watch Steph Curry take 15 threes from the logo, I mean, dude, it's awesome. He hits 10 of them. You guys have never seen that. How about all the people that have never seen what Steph Curry has done? Like, bro, they have no idea what's going on. Like how evolved this is. You know, it's unbelievable, man. I got here. Let me take it back to one of the oldest arguments in sports. Oh, um, LeBron just goes to the hoop. He just puts his shoulder down and runs over guys. Oh, Steph Curry just chucks threes. Okay, you don't want him to do that? Stop them. 